And there, you know, over the last eight years, I've created a really erect brain that's powerful. It's extremely powerful. For 20 years, I had a flaccid brain. <laughs> but right now, it's erect. And I'm hoping now I finally have your attention talking about my erections in my brain. You got my attention. <laughs> Welcome to Unmasking Greatness. This podcast is about unmasking your greatest potential and living a purpose-driven life. If you got value from this episode, you already know. Like, share, and subscribe. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Unmasking Greatness. Chris Kors, Dr. Preston Gregory, and we want to talk about your positive mindset or lack of. Mm -hmm. I think uh, this is actually a really good topic to address because everybody tells you, you got to be positive. You got to always find the positive out of things and don't worry about the negative. And I think you need the yin to the yang, right? Because if you didn't have negative cognitations, you wouldn't know what positive was, right? Mm -hmm. Everything would be very vanilla, very plain Jane. But for us and, and, you know, me and Preston, and I'm sure a lot of you guys, we all have stress in our life. So how do we stay positive? How do we keep that mindset of like, things are okay, right? It's not that bad. And I can tell you this, and this is crazy to think about. Like I, I went to a mastermind a couple weeks ago and there's a lot of like very successful high achievers. And these people deal with stress on a regular. I think they actually second guess why they're actually doing what they're doing because they're chasing things. That's not really fulfilling to them. Um, you know, you can get really caught up in business with money. Like I just need more money. I need to increase my income. This is going to solve all my problems, but money only solves money problems. And I can tell you my previous coach that I had, you know, he's doing, I think he did like, I don't know, $70 million last year. And, he almost committed suicide. I mean, this is, and he announced it because he wanted to bring awareness to all these entrepreneurs, young entrepreneurs trying to chase something. And sometimes it's not just your income, right? There's something else you're trying to fill a void. Mm -hmm. So keeping a positive mindset is really taking a deeper reflection into yourself and understanding like, why are you doing the things that you're doing and always coming back to that? I struggle every day, I won't say every day, but a lot more than I would like to with trying to maintain a positive outlook. You know, it seems on the surface level, like, you know, my business is doing great. I have a great family, like everything's so amazing. But I have my days where I'm just like in the slumps, you know, really two days ago for, for two days, I was just not feeling myself. Like I just, I wasn't happy. I felt like I was working for nothing. Like, and I'm sure a lot of people get like that, but I think what helps me keep a positive mindset are, are two things. One, I recognize that these are temporary feelings. And the last thing you want to do is make permanent, permanent decisions off of those feelings. You know, things that just are irrational. You know, this is where a lot of times people commit suicide. They go too far down that rabbit hole and they feel like there's no hope. And for me, because I've gone through this a couple of times, I realized, okay, I'm just going through one of my ruts and I need to stay on target. Even though I don't feel a hundred percent, there's things that I still need to fulfill and do every single day. So let's keep pushing forward. The second thing that I would say that helps keep me a positive mindset is, you know, with the first one, I know that will end. I know I will get past it. The second one 
is realizing and recognizing how far I've come and how blessed I am to be in a position where I'm in. You know, there was a time in my life that I literally had like, like nothing. I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, and now I'm so much further ahead, but at the same time, like I should not be feeling the feelings that I'm feeling. So recognizing that like, Chris, like you are not where you used to be. You need to be thankful that you, you have a successful business. You have a family, you have food on the table. You can do what you, we can go to Mexico for two weeks and not even think about it. Like there's, when you start to look at it big picture, like your life is not as bad as you think it is. And there's somebody out there that has a way worse life that I think if, if you could trade lives with them, I mean, I'm sure that you wouldn't trade, but they would trade in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. They would love to be in the position that you're in and be truly grateful and could care less about even progressing just because you're so much further ahead of them. Yep. So being grateful. And I think right at having a gratitude journal, you know, having time to sit down and reflect and say like, okay, like this is, we're in a good spot, but it's, it's easy to get caught up in the rut because we're always chasing the next thing. And, and I'm, I'm a prime example of that. I'm always chasing the next thing, but it's exciting for me. Mm -hmm. But again, those temporary feelings that I have, I have recognized it because I've gone through it a bunch of times to say, I'm going to get through this. And I think it builds your resiliency in your own personal life and everything that you do. You will be more uh, capable and more tooled to accomplish things that are very challenging in your life. So the harder things that you put yourself into and you continue to come out of, you can conquer bigger and harder tasks. So I encourage you to face those challenges. I encourage you to, you know, not run away and tuck your tail between your legs. Like go head on, handle that because I promise you'll get through it. Mm -hmm. As hard as it is, as much as it sucks, like you'll get through it and it's going to be like a breath of fresh air. And then you're going to walk away from it and be like, I'm the fucking man. I did it. I did this. I freaking did it. <laughs> Everything's a mind game. Everything that I've studied, it all goes back to the mind. But we forget, and let's break this down and keep it really simple. The mind is a muscle. And we don't put much emphasis on our mental fitness. Our physical fitness, it makes perfect sense. If you want to grow your glutes, your shoulders, your biceps, you go to the gym and you work those muscles. The more you work a muscle on your flesh, the bigger it gets. Oh, wow. 12 weeks later, I've been doing curls. My arms look bigger. Oh, yeah, this feels good. Your brain's no different. It's a muscle. If you're not exercising that muscle, it's not going to get stronger. And most people have never exercised their mental state. They don't use it. It's just there. It's flaccid. It's useless. And we want that brain power to be erect, really strong. It's extremely powerful. For 20 years, I had a flaccid brain. <laughs> but right now, it's erect. And I'm hoping now I finally have your attention talking about my erections in my brain. You got my attention. <laughs> but every single conversation I have with individuals, most people have a weak mindset because they do not exercise discipline, focus, gratitude, goals. They don't think enough. Two, you also don't observe and assess your life enough. Because anytime you slow down and basically pull the e-brake, park the car, and have an assessment of, wait, who am I? What truly matters? I'm going to die. My wife, my kids, my business, the money in my account, I have a roof over my head. I'm infinitely blessed. And when you have a deep conversation and you just slow down and smell the roses, you realize that, what am I complaining about? 
Life is awesome. Every single conversation that I've had with someone, and I think that's my superpower, is pulling out deeper-seated emotions inside of people. Having a big-picture overview. I think so often we're looking at our life through a microscope. This itty-bitty little view, and we're fixated on all the wrong things. But when we zoom out and have a big-picture overview, we start to realize that, oh my gosh, people are praying for the life that I have. And look at how far I've come. Look at all the things I've overcome, the challenges that I've faced and conquered. I'm infinitely blessed. Why am I feeling this way? It's okay. But there's going to be ruts, dips, and valleys in life. Chris just experienced it. I do it all the time. And those emotions are temporary. But I think so often people experience a great sense of agitation or they just wake up and they're like, oh, I just don't feel like doing this thing called life. That's okay. You don't bulldoze through it. You don't try to fabricate and put on some fake front. You just do the best you can that day and realize that this too shall pass. And typically it always passes. But what I do to unlock my mindset is this. Here's my Preston Gregory solution in in secret. Every single day, take 10 to 15 minutes to ingest something positive for your mind. YouTube motivational speech. Listen to a podcast. Find a podcast or a speaker that resonates with you, that has the same visions, values, beliefs that y'all resonate, and follow that individual. Read a book. Read five to ten pages every single day. Because when you do that, you get quiet with yourself. And when you read something positive or listen to something positive, it's going to put your own life into perspective and just how short it is and how blessed you truly are. It's going to get you outside of your limited cognitive negative thinking because habitually we have the same thoughts. They say that we have, who knows, 50 to 80,000 thoughts a day. 90% of those thoughts are negative and 80% of those thoughts are the same every single day. They're reoccurring. So if we're habitually having these negative thoughts, if we're just reacting and living in our own head, it's going to be negative. We have to change the input. That's ticket number one. And then number two is have these type conversations with the people around you. Why am I not happy? Why are you stuck? What matters most? Take a leap of faith. You're going to die. Time is passing. When you really think bigger and beyond just this current moment of a Tuesday morning on July 4th, but really think about our whole entire existence, it put things into perspective. And the more you do that, the more you realize that all of the superficial stressors of life really doesn't matter. My car payment, I need a new car, I need to get my hair done, my job is stressful, the Wi-Fi went out, doesn't really matter. It doesn't. Right now, it's July 4th. Today's a holiday. Fireworks. Everyone's running to the pool and running to the lake. Yeah, that's great, but none of that really matters. It doesn't because it's going to come and go. A fireworks show is amazing, but how long does it last, Chris? If you, if you spend a ton of money, maybe an hour or two, it's a 30-minute show when it's like, ooh and ah, and then it's over with. And you're going to wake up tomorrow morning, and it's Wednesday, and it's right back to the mundane monotony and the automations of life, the autopilot mode. I don't want to live like that. And I realize that whether it's July 4th, whether it's August 13th, I don't know, random day, (laughs) I have to choose how do I want to show up because every breath is getting closer to my last. Kind of scary to think about. Every breath that you take is getting closer to death. Ooh, that's kind of crazy. I don't really want to think about that. Well, you should. Your child, those moments that your child is sitting on your lap, that you're throwing them in the pool, it's fading. Tell you one thing, my dad hasn't thrown me in a pool in a long, long time. Those moments fade. The moments that your kid is bugging you saying, throw me, throw me, throw me, it's going to fade. 
Cherish those moments. You might be tired as a parent. You might be tired as just a human being existing on this planet. But if you realize that one day you're going to die, one day you're going to be old and wrinkly, and you would give any amount of money to come back to this very moment right now. Because this moment right now is the most special moment of your life. And when you can remind yourself that and erase the chaos and get quiet with yourself, you realize that it is a great day. Yeah. I'm so freaking blessed. <laughs> it is awesome. Because guess what? The more I tell myself this, that muscle gets stronger. I start to program myself to think this way all the time. I'm abundant. I'm happy. I'm blessed. I'm abundant. I'm happy. I'm blessed. I'm abundant. I'm happy. I'm blessed. What am I habitually going to think, Chris? I'm abundant. I'm happy. I'm blessed. Over and over and over. Tell yourself those things. Set the intention for your day. Don't hope and pray that you roll out of bed motivated, inspired, and have a good day. Create it. Create your purpose. Create the vision. Lay the framework and foundation in the morning that is so strong and anchored that nothing is going to knock you off of it. I spill my coffee. I have a flat tire. The kids are screaming. Work was terrible. I butchered a presentation. Whatever it may be, those things are going to happen, but they're not going to disrupt your state because you set the intention of how you want to show up as a human being that morning. It is not a birthright It's not a given. Yes, you have a brain and your brain is infinitely powerful and your brain is the most complex operating system on this planet, but it's not a given and it's not your birthright to have a powerful brain. It's not. It's your birthright to have blue eyes, to have brown eyes, to have certain features, but for you to have a strong, powerful mind, it's never going to come unless you train it. You have to Discipline yourself and do hard things and push yourself and create that positive, optimistic mind. No different what Chris said, and this is my last little nugget here. When you face the hard shit of life, you realize it's temporary. When you're at your lowest point, when you're sitting on your porch contemplating life, when you're on the verge of suicide, when you're depressed, when you don't even want to roll out of bed, and there's these negative emotions that are consuming you, whether it's overcoming a breakup or grief or heartache, you just don't know what to do. And you overcome the lowest point of your life. Moving forward, when other hard shit happens, you realize, say, oh, well, I overcame that moment that I never thought I would. I know I can overcome this. And those moments don't debilitate you. But when you fall down, if you never get up, you're never going to keep going. If the first time life slaps you in the face, you trip and fall and you stay down, you're never going to get the lessons and resiliency that you need from it. But when life knocks you down and you trip, you brush yourself off. And say, it's okay. Let's just keep moving. Let me gain the lesson. This emotion's temporary. Let me gain some wisdom from it and keep moving forward. There's power in that. Because me, failing national boards, getting knocks on the door that my mom committed suicide, overcoming a lot of the traumas of when I was a kid, that shit was hard. It was very hard. And a lot of those moments about broke me. And it really had me falling into a negative victim state of, can I do this? But when I got to the other side, it made me realize I can do it. And I almost welcome hard times now because I know the hard times are the only times that I really sit with myself and strengthen my mind. Because when life is sunshine, peaches and cream and rainbows, you don't contemplate your life. You don't assess your life. You don't wonder, what do I need to change because I'm not happy? You're riding the roller coaster. You're on cruise control. The windows are down. You're enjoying the breeze. And that's okay. But know that the storm is coming. And when those storms come, it's a valuable lesson for your life. 
That's a lot, dude. Sorry. That's a lot to unpack. No, you're getting very, Sorry. Sorry, but, guys. Yo, Look, you need to get into it because there's a lot to pull from that. You guys need to listen to what he just said again. One of the things that, you know, I was kind of thinking of, and I actually had to pull it up on my phone while Preston was talking, is because I, I wanted to remember and tell you guys what this movie was. But one of the things Preston kept talking about was, you know, making sure that you're getting the right input into your mind, right? Really fulfilling, filling up your cup, because you only know what you know, right? You don't know what you don't know. So if you don't know positive outlooks of what your life could be like, and you don't listen to anybody and don't listen to podcasts, read books, you know, successful people and hear what they have to say, then you're kind of stuck in your bubble. But there's this movie, it's an older movie, and Justin Timberlake's in it. It's called In Time. And I don't know if you guys remember this movie, but outside of cash money, they paid with time of their life. So there's a barcode that's in their forearm. And that's how much time they had to live. So when you buy a cup of coffee, when you go had, you know, buy certain things, they take a chunk of time off mm. of your life. But you could gain time also. And my mind starts twisting in that capacity of like, what if everything that you did that actually brought value, value to your life, you added time onto your life because you feel more fulfilled, right? Outside of like watching Netflix you know, watching The Real Housewives, you know, watching all these things that's really poison for your brain. It's pulling time away from you outside of making sure that you're taking your time, the most valuable asset everybody wants, and making sure you're doing things necessary to help progress you and have a fulfilling life. You know, I heard this, uh, this girl on TikTok, she was in her car, and I don't know if she was joking or not, <clears throat> but she basically was saying, I don't know how people drive around and not listen to music. It drives me crazy to just sit here in silence. And to me, that's a problem. When you can't sit in silence with yourself, you have some inner demons that you got to work against. You know, I actually, in, well, for me, for one, and you guys probably could do this too. I honestly like listen to podcasts. I could, I couldn't tell you the last time I listened to music in my car. I, I turn on a podcast because I'm always trying to learn. I want to have a different way of thinking you know, so I listen to certain people that I look up to and that I align with their their values and, and their thought processes, and I try to learn from them. But outside of that, when I'm by myself, and I if, even if I sit in a car in silence while I'm driving, I get very creative. My mind starts to think of like things that I can do, what I can try, how to like do something cool for my clients. Like that's where my mind goes. And if you are sitting in your car right now, and listen to this, I congratulate you. But if you've sat in your car and you don't like sitting in silence because you don't like to think about the thoughts that you're thinking about, maybe it's your relationship, maybe it's your job, you know, maybe it's something that you're hard going through, you need to you need to handle that. So outside of that, I think you guys really need to take in consideration, really pour into yourself because that's going to help you have a better outlook on your life. The cheat code to life is the mind. That's it. The cheat code to life is the mind and having a strong mind. And if you look at the people that you envy, idolize, not really envy, but you idolize, you look up to, that are your mentors, that are this big giant in a positive manner that you look up to, the usually one of the core foundational traits they have is a strong mind. They're disciplined, they're resilient, they're tough. That's what I want. That's an attribute I desire. And everyone that I follow preaches having a strong mind. And your mind is either working for you or against you. 
And if your life has been working against you for the last 20, 30, 40 years, you're never going to live the life that you want or have peace or fulfillment. But guess what? Like a snap of a finger, you can change that. Neuroplasticity, neurons that fire together, wire together, you can literally rewire your brain. That's the most beautiful news in the world. Your brain, regardless of the addiction, the traumas that you've experienced, having the whole world tell you you're not good enough, whatever it is that's been floating in your mind that's garbage and clutter, it can change. It can change. You're not born with a brain and that's it. The input and what you ingest and how you use it, it's going to mold and change and the neurons can re- rewire themselves. There you go. That should that gets me fired up that my brain can always change. I can become smarter. I can become more resilient. I can be more, become more disciplined. Do it. Freaking do it and use your mind as a superpower because everyone's looking for the next thing externally. But the superpower is already inside of you. It's the brain that God gave you and start putting just a fraction of emphasis in that. Instead of training those glutes and trying to get caked up and try to look really good, (laughs) trust me, hey, keep doing it. I like it. Instead of just trying to have six-pack abs and big muscles, Train the muscle that you can't see, the muscle that controls your whole entire existence. Everything's regulated in the mind. And every single day, take 10 to 15 minutes to ingest something positive to your mind. And periodically, I try to do it every single day, but at least once a week, get quiet with yourself and check in. Have a little midterm. Sit down and assess and observe your life of who am I? What am I doing? What do I need to stop doing? What am I chasing? Who am I? If I died today, would I be fulfilled? Did I make the impact that I truly know I have the ability to make? And depending on how you answer those questions, it's going to tell you exactly what you need to do or you don't need to do and you need to stop doing. That's it. That's how you get a strong mind and you start to like carve out a new path in life. It's all in the mind. That's why I love this so much because in my office and checking people's spines, Removing tension from the spine and unlocking neurological stress, the human body does amazing things. Seizures, migraines, vertigo, chronic pain, autoimmune disorders. It's phenomenal. I love it. The human body is designed to heal. You cut your arm, guess what? The band-aid doesn't heal. Your body has built-in powers to heal you naturally. It does. It's Mm -hmm. automated. But the most liberating thing to me outside of your body wanting to heal is that when you start to erase the victim consciousness, you start to override the limiting beliefs, you change your habits, you erase that negative self-sabotage talk, and you start to use your mind as an asset, and it's not a liability, your whole life changes. And that's a flip of a switch. Outside of me doing anything to your body, outside of working with Chris, outside of losing 50 pounds, outside of buying a new home or driving a new car, If you can just start to tap into your superpower and leverage your mind and erase the clutter and create a new foundation around positive, productive, empowering things, your whole entire outlook changes. I got 20-20 vision. I got perfect vision. But when I started to unlock my mind, my whole vision changed. It changed what I was seeing. My environment has stayed the same. But when I unlocked my mind and I started looking at life from a sense of gratitude and abundance, everything around me changed. Everything changed. Your whole life can change when you change your mind. And please, for the love of God, you deserve it. 
You deserve to be happy because if every single one of you listeners came into this room with Chris and I and we had a heart-to-heart conversation, there's potential, there's gifts, there's abundance, and there's unique abilities inside of you that no one else has. Stop trying to be someone else. And when you can turn inward and realize that God is giving you gifts and ability that no one else has out of 7 billion people that you can use to create a greater impact, why would you not do that? Why? Because the time is passing. The time meter is dwindling. Charge your batteries. Charge your mind. Create a strong mindset. Get freaking fired up because I'm fired up. And if you're not fired up, take a piece of my erect brain and (laughs) stick it into your flaccid brain and get freaking fired up. (laughs) There you go. I love it. I love it. (laughs) You guys, listen, be your own hero. Work on yourself. I hope you guys have a great week. Boom. (laughs)